Hi, welcome to the Curious Not Furious podcast. My name is Louise Brooks. I'm a family advisor, parenting coach, and a mom too. You've come to the right place if you're looking to grow yourself a bit more as a parent. If you want to understand what might be underneath some of your child's most unwanted behaviors and how you can lose it less. In this space, we take on the hard questions and I offer inspiration and tips and new perspectives that can really help you in your parenting to become a more joyful parent and feel like a sturdy leader. I cannot wait to delve into today's episode with you. Hello and welcome back to the Curious Not Furious podcast. We've just turned a page. We've gone from 2023 to 2024. We're now halfway through the month of January. And if you're anything like me, you are sort of spending a little bit more time thinking about a fresh start when you reach the new year, right? Whether you do resolutions or you have a practice of looking back and kind of taking stock of what the biggest things that happened to you and your family in the year prior, whatever your relationship is to the new year, it's hard to deny the fact that when we turn a page in this way, I think we all get a sense that we get to reflect on how we want to proceed, that we can rethink how we're doing things if things are not working for us. And there's a lot of promise in that, but it's also a lot to consider a whole year. And um, important as that is, and maybe you got a good practice, and I really hope you do, to keep to your goals and not abandon them by the end of this month. I want to take it back and make it super concrete and look at something that happens every day, every single day without a fail, which is the morning, which is just a micro example of what happens around New Year in that we turn a page. It's no longer night. We wake up and it's the morning. And there's also something very refreshing about the fact that we get to start afresh every single day, no matter what happened yesterday, no matter what was said, what was done, what wasn't wasn't done, we get to start afresh every morning if we want to. All too often we wake up and for a brief moment, have you ever had that feeling for a brief moment you think, ah, I'm carefree, like things are going well until suddenly you are reminded, oh God, I've got problems. I've got things to worry about. I've got things that require my attention and stuff I'm a bit anxious about. And before you know it, you feel the whole burden on your shoulders again. And we pick up our problem once more and we trundle on. That's how many of us live instead of realizing that in the morning we actually have an opportunity to reset. So in this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the morning, not from the point of view of me giving you a a particular script to live by in the morning, but what I want to offer you in this episode is an opportunity for you to reset and connect to yourself. And I want to do that by giving you a morning meditation. So consider this episode one that you can maybe save when you can come back to time and time again. You might be listening to it right now and thinking, you know, it's not morning. I'm listening to it, but right now it doesn't necessarily benefit me. So if that's what you're doing right now, maybe know that this is something you can put on, set aside a maximum of 10 minutes for yourself tomorrow morning or whenever it's convenient and treat yourself to a little morning check-in before your day starts. 
When my children were younger and I would be woken up by them and not the other way around, which may be the case for you as well, I often had this sense that I was walking into family life, that my family had already set the tone. There was already someone pulling me out of my deep sleep. And that way of kind of falling into family life, or rather being pulled into family life, and not having a moment to collect myself before I would greet my family the other way around, often gave me a sense that I was just constantly on a back foot, that I would be fighting fires, that I wasn't fully connected to myself. I My body was walking around, but my soul was somewhere else. And we often think, you know, we have little kids and this is just life with kids. And then fast forward and your kids are 18 years old and they've flown the nest and you look back and you go, do you know what? If I had realized what was available to me and if I had gotten real about how long it actually takes to have a little morning practice instead of just imagining in my head that it would take hours and I would need to go about three o'clock in the morning in order to do this, I could have actually built a pretty neat little practice for myself that could have stood me in good stead and my family in good stead. So what I'm trying to say is that this ritual of connecting with yourself need not take very long at all. It's, as it is with most things, it's just the fact that we get up and we check in with ourselves and we set an intention and we get clear on what we need. That's essentially what it is. In the fastest version, it could take two to three minutes sitting in your bed before you get out of bed. You can even make yourself a cup of tea. Just sitting there before you pick up your phone and look at Instagram, look at Facebook, check your work emails, connect with yourself first. I'm going to be bold and claim that pretty much all of us can do that if we really wanted to. And I understand that some of you are breastfeeding, some of you are having sleepless nights because you're being woken up 10 times a night and sleep is everything to you. And that's absolutely fine. Then you put this exercise aside and you wait doing this until that time comes. But what I want to do today is I want to invite you to take a little moment for yourself and experience what it's like to do a little morning check-in. This anchors you to yourself. This anchors you in a greater grounding and it gives you a better sense of what it is that you need in order to thrive in your day. And when you know how you're feeling and when you know what you might need, you are much more likely to have your needs met. You're also much more likely to set your boundary before you've reached your limit so that you don't constantly react but you have a bit more of a buffer within that allows you to respond and to be a bit more conscious about what comes out of your mouth, what you say yes to, what you say no to, and how you do that. So if you're up for this, this is a good point to begin to find a place where you can get comfortable. You might want to sit in your favorite armchair, or you can lie down if you want to, lie comfortably, put a blanket on you, make yourself comfortable. You're allowed to prop yourself up. This is not a yoga class. This is just an opportunity for you to get comfortable and connect with yourself. So when you're ready, close your eyes. And right now, give yourself permission to take a break and connect to yourself. 
Let's first take a couple of deep breaths. The kind of breath that reaches the belly and makes your belly expand. Breathe in through the nose, all the way past your belly button, and exhale through the nose, making sure you breathe out fully. Do that again. In through your nose, draw the breath all the way down to your belly button and further down. And then breathe out through the nose again, making sure you exhale fully. And just notice your breath as you do this. In through the nose. And exhale fully. And now you can just let your breath settle and do what it wants to do. Just become aware of it. Without trying to change it, just let it be. But pay attention to it. Turn your attention inward. We are so used to noticing others' needs, what's going on around us and with people around us. But right now, all that's needed of you is to simply be here, just in this moment. And then begin to notice what is going on for you right now? What is like being you this morning? Is there a physical ache? Are you aware of tension? emotions are you noticing? If you were to describe in a couple of words to yourself, which words would you choose to describe how you're feeling this morning? And just breathe and allow whatever is, just notice what is without judging it, without needing it to change or making it right or wrong, simply notice it and allow it and breathe into it. If there are feelings you don't enjoy, then practice taking a breath and breathe into whatever that feeling is. Your feeling always lives somewhere in your body. And if you can feel a particular part of where that is in your body, allow your inhalation to go to that place. And breathe into it. And exhale. And as you're doing that, 
give yourself permission to get curious. What might be good for you today? What might be good for you to focus on today? What might be good for you to be aware of today? Breathe in and see what you can do to support yourself today in what's important to you. Take a last deep breath. Thank yourself for the answers you've received during this little moment you've carved up for yourself. And thank yourself for this little moment. And when you're ready, you can gently open your eyes and return to the room, return to your day. I wish you a wonderful day. How did that feel? Well done for doing this little exercise with me. As you could probably tell, this is a ritual you can adopt and use at any time you feel that you need to connect to yourself. When things are going a bit fast and you feel disconnected, both from yourself and maybe also from other people, this is a really powerful exercise to come back to. And as you can see, the beautiful thing about an exercise like this is that you are not being told by anyone else what it is that's going on for you or what you need, but you get an opportunity to actually consult that wise part of yourself that knows exactly what you need in a given moment. All we need to do is create that space to be able to listen to what it is that our body, our soul is whispering to us all the time. My hope is that you find this to be quite soothing and that you can see ways that you can implement this into your daily life. And I just want to remind you that all too often when our kids' emotions are running high and we're seeing meltdowns or tantrums, we often think that our job is to go over there and try to calm them down when really a lot of our effort is better spent trying to calm ourselves down, trying to regulate ourselves so that we don't get swept up in whatever it is that our child is feeling because feelings are contagious and they spread like wildfire. And the more connected you are to yourself, the more likely you are to be able to stay grounded when your child cannot be. And the beautiful thing is that we can actually borrow off of each other's nervous systems. What this means is when a child is having big emotions, they cannot come back to calm on their own. They require what in psychology, a fancy term for that is co-regulation, which is simply put, a parent who's not also having a meltdown at the very same time. A parent who can manage their own emotions in the presence of a child having big emotions. It's that simple and it's that hard. 
because it is hard. But the more we practice, the more focus we put on it, and the more little simple strategies like the one I just offered today that we implement into our life, the more skilled we become at this. It's like building a muscle, and we can do it. We can absolutely get better at it. So a good place to start is by maybe tuning into this morning meditation as often as possible and begin to notice what comes up for you, what this grounding does for you and how you feel before and how you feel after. I'm curious to hear how you get on with it. I wish you a wonderful week and I very much look forward to connecting again next week. Bye.